0: Gavin Gray is our UK correspondent. Evening to you, Gavin. Hi there, Heather. Now, if you guys at the UK in the UK, if the country was to to pay reparations for the transatlantic slave trade, how much would you be up for? Are you ready with a deep breath? Mm-hmm. Nearly 40 trillion New Zealand dollars. Mm-hmm. It is a staggering sum of money, but that is what is being called for. Uh, it is UNESCO's day for remembering the transatlantic slave trade and abolition. And a leading judge at the International Court of Justice says the UK will no longer be able to ignore the growing calls for reparation for transatlantic slavery. And he's scheduled to make a keynote address at the London mayor's office later today in order to mark that UNESCO day. Uh, Judge Patrick Robinson, he presided over the trial of the former Yugoslav president Slobodan Milosevic, uh, says the UK has to change its current position on the issue. Uh, He says, quote, "...they cannot continue to ignore the greatest atrocity signifying man's inhumanity to man. Reparations have been paid for other things and obviously far more quickly." Now, Rishi Sunak uh, in April refused to apologize for the UK's role in the slave trade or to commit to paying reparations. But this judge believes it is just a matter of time. Uh, That figure, incidentally, would be reparations across 14 countries, but about a third of it alone would be due to go to Jamaica. And uh, uh, that comes off the back of a report looking at different countries uh, who have been involved in the slave trade and how much they owe. I have to say, I think the likelihood of that amount of money going is extremely unlikely. It does seem rather high. I mean, it's obviously high for a good reason, but, yeah, it does seem unlikely. Um, This womb transplant has gone well, hasn't it? Yes, it has. So the uh, surgeons at the Churchill Hospital in Oxford in the UK carrying out their first womb transplant, uh, the recipient was a 34-year-old woman, the donor was her 40-year-old sister. Now, the, uh, the elder sister has got two children and has basically didn't want any more for her family. So she donated her womb to her younger sister, who has a very rare condition where basically the uh, uterus hasn't formed properly. Um, it's still got ovaries, but the uterus is absent or underdeveloped. Um, And uh, so consequently, they managed to do this incredibly complex operation, uh, a team of 20. The operation lasted 17 hours with adjoining operating theaters for the two sisters. Uh, And uh, this happened back in February, but it's only just been published with the woman who uh, was the recipient having her first period two weeks after the surgery. Now, like other transplants, she needs to take immunosuppressive drugs to prevent tissue rejection. And there are some long-term risks. Indeed, the uterus will be removed after a maximum of two pregnancies. But she's desperate for children of her own, and this may be a lifeline for her. And incidentally, if you thought, gosh, that's really unusual, the charity that paid for this uh, actually says more than 500 women have contacted them in the UK, wishing to take part in the programme. Oh, Amazing. OK, Gavin, give me your favourite joke from the Edinburgh Film Fr- uh, Fringe Festival. Uh, well, I love this. Every year then, after the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in Scotland, there is a list of the top ten jokes as voted on by the judges. <laughs> Here's the top one. I started dating a zookeeper, but it turned out he was a cheater. Now, I quite like that. It's no, silly, Gavin. but I like it. Number two, the most British thing I've ever heard, a lady who said, well, I'm sorry, but I don't apologise. I don't now, get that's it, That's very British. That's very British. I like that. Do, is that funny to you? Yeah, it is, because in Britain, I have somebody's bumped into me, and I've said, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a very British thing just to apologise all the time. So <laughs> I quite like that one. Uh, another couple, if you've got time. Last year, I had a great joke about inflation, but it's hardly worth it now. I like that, yep. And Heather, you're going to love this one. When women gossip, we get called bitchy, but when men do it, it's called a podcast. Absolutely preach. Thank you for that, Gavin. I appreciate it. That's Gavin Gray, the, our, our UK correspondent this evening.